0: Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation to Freedom's Path Recovery Society. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing your services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality and sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices of Recovery or Freedom's Path or any other organization. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pakani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stoney Nakoda, which consists of the Bears Morley and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina who are Dene and the Nancy inuit status and non-status from all of Trillo Island and those who are visited. We are all treaty people. I love I love it. I love seeing you. I
1: Thank you so you much too. for coming back. Well, thanks for having me, David.
0: It's a pleasure. <laughs> and you brought a book. <laughs> I did. I did. I, I you feel so very questions. far
1: away to me. I, I feel like I, I, I have, have to yell.
0: I know it's be- You can it's because hear me of- okay,
1: right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's because of COVID. Can you see me? <laughs> I can barely see I you. I know. But that's because have my glasses. I need new ones. That's oh, why. Oh,
1: man. I have two sets of glasses now.
0: Do you? Yeah. One for driving, one for reading? Uh, no,
1: frick. I have bivocals and I have yeah. those magnifying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to go get my eyes checked.
0: Oh, me too. I was I'm just hurting. noticing the other day. It was getting oh, bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm like holding my eye closed and I'm like, what the? Oh my God. Uh, It's probably been three years and I I need it already. Yeah.
1: I don't even want to say how long it's been for me. It's (laughs) it's embarrassing. (laughs) That's okay.
0: So Venetia, please. I, I have like, I want to hear, we want to hear about, I shouldn't say just me because it's not just me. We want to hear about like your book. I just saw today and it's not because it wasn't advertised sooner, but I just saw today. There's a conference. Yeah. Are you hosting that?
1: Yeah, that's Terminator's. Okay. Yeah, that's Terminator's conference. And so that it, we just dropped that today.
0: Oh, okay. So, so I wasn't sleeping on that. No. Today. <laughs> no, but
1: I've been sleeping on that. So we we probably really should have had had that out sooner. But there's just been so much going on and Yeah, tell us about it. And then even just in my own life and well, yeah, just with the book, it just kind of, you know. Took over my life and...
0: Yeah, no doubt. And
1: uh, yeah, so now that the book is launched and that was obviously last Tuesday, Mm. you were there. Thank you. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. being there. It was my pleasure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so the conference is uh, at the end of February. Mm -hmm. We had actually, um, Terminator had launched its first conference, um, which was something I've always wanted to do with Terminator. Like is to really be like a resource and, Mm. you know, use Terminator as well as, um, you know, a place where families can find support, you know, education, Mm. um, and even how to take action, like the awareness, Mm -hmm. like all, all of that. Right. And, and so we kind of, we, we, sort of the focus and the goal is to do all of that in the conference and mm-hmm. really just make it, I just, I just, er, everything I do, I just, I want it to get it to the place where it just, it just becomes so normal and natural mm-hmm. for us to talk about this stuff Yeah. that there comes a day where we don't talk about the shame and stigma around mm-hmm. these issues anymore that we can just talk about them.
0: Yeah. As though they're not issues at all. Yeah, they're just a part of being human, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so, I mean, so we'll just keep doing what mm-hmm. we do until that so, happens.
0: Yeah. So, w- what's the conference makeup like? Is it a day long, three days? Like, y-
1: yeah, no, it's been,
0: <laughs> I don't know if anyone could handle being with
1: me for three days. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I bet you we could pull some people you've known.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Terminator and me for three
1: days. That's right. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. I was just thinking of like a three day marathon run or something. Like
1: Yeah. No. no. Don't
0: don't listen to me ever <laughs> about that stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Yeah, no, it's just a day. Yeah. A one day okay. event. And
0: so speakers, panels, totally. Or, all of okay. that.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have panel discussions. Uh really just try to make it as interactive as, as possible. Mm-hmm. Um as you know just down to earth as possible and and um and really it's for everyone um i know that's really generalized but i Mm -hmm. i mean i i mean that when i say that like i really want it to be for everyone Mm -hmm. and so you know families frontline workers doctors nurses like i mean these these issues addiction mental health they impact all of us and so Mm we all need to, to take part in it. You know, if not for yourself personally, then, you know, maybe for your neighbor, maybe Mm -hmm. for your loved one, maybe for, you know, your coworker, whatever. Mm -hmm.
0: And even if you don't think there's any reason to take, to go to it, you can learn a bunch of stuff that totally helpful, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. We're going to be talking, um, We'll be unveiling all of our speakers in okay, January, cool. Cool. Um, so that's exciting, and uh, that—that's actually, to be totally honest, that's that's sort of uh, code for we don't have all our speakers <laughs> yet.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, but I think I think this is your first one, right?
1: No, this that's our oh, second, second one. one. It's our second but this one. this is
0: how you, this is how it comes to be. <laughs> totally, and yeah. I just
1: I honestly I'm so um, like. I, Obviously, I like to have things in order and have mm-hmm. it all, you know, but it doesn't always happen.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice if it did, but... It'd be
1: nice if it did. And so I learned a long time ago not to wait until I have all my ducks in mm. a row. I sometimes don't even have all my ducks in the same house. So, <laughs> so I, you know, it, and it does, it does just come together. Mm. And so, and then there again, like there was so much going on with the book and, mm. and preparing for that, that some of the other stuff that was just as important. Like mm-hmm. it just, it's hard to,
0: but you can't do everything at once, right? No,
1: apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly I, I can't, but you try. <laughs> I do try <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'll probably keep on trying. Yeah. Yeah. So how should people find out about uh this conference? Like if, they're... so the conference is,
1: um, w- it's all live today. Okay. So, um, all the links are live. So you can literally go to any one of Terminator's, Social platforms, okay. right? Because we're on everything: LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So Terminator Foundation, or on Twitter, it's Terminator FDN. Okay. Um, and so the links are all in our link tree, or the website TerminatorFoundation.com. Mm-hmm. Um, go click under the, you know, the menu. There's a drop down there for the conference, okay. and all the information for the conference is right there. Okay. And so I'd love to see you guys out, um, exhibiting, right. Like all of that kind of stuff too. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we, I mean, our first conference that we did in 2019 was freaking packed out. Was it? Like, yeah, there was standing room only. Right on. And so we were like, we, we filled the place Mm -hmm. and, uh, which just goes to, you know, just goes to show how important yeah. these issues are, right? How and neat it is, right? Yeah. And especially now with COVID, right? Yeah. We, have, we you all ma- know. have you
0: noticed a huge increase?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, Absolutely. it's hard to keep up with it, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, well, it's scary. It's heartbreaking. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. The stories and even last night, we, uh, like Terminator had its support group that we mm-hmm. run once a month for families and and stuff like that and yeah it's just it's it's hard it's mm-hmm. hard it's hard a lot of a lot of lot of hurt hurting families out there
0: yeah a lot of grieving hey a lot of grieving a yeah.
1: lot of loss a lot of you know fear the unknown mm-hmm. uncertainty stress anxiety depression
0: God that all and that all just seemed to come to the surface ave hey, like mm-hmm. for for people who aren't like used to it, yeah, you know, or aren't used to having to deal with that. Like, yeah. I, you, I don't know about yourself, but having to deal with depression forever, like you, you kind of get used to it. Like, I don't want to say that it, it's not easy when the episodes hit or anything mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. it's it's like now you're just seeing people come out of the woodwork, right? Like with yeah difficulties, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, I think absolutely. it is the isolation,
1: you know, the isolation hasn't helped,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like well, not animal. being able to do your thing socially, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're social animals. I mean, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. there's evidence. I mean, evidence is a term I use loosely, but there's a signs that part of why 12-step fellowships work is specifically because of the herd mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's in our psychology. Totally, it right? is. That we, yeah. we, once we feel comfortable being a part of something, like, it actually makes chemicals in our brain sort out, mm-hmm. right? Like, Absolutely. And, and that's quite a an incredible thing yeah yeah you know and so conferences are where lots of this information that that is changing can come out Mm -hmm. right like in terms of there's obviously new science now than there was a hundred years ago yeah right On how the brain works the craving brain i'm just reading a book that a friend gave me called the craving brain and okay um it unpacks a lot of the biology behind the craving the phenomenon of craving and yeah I'm, i'm always interested in it because there's obviously way more than one way to to get through this life mm-hmm. right like there's multiple avenues some people use one way more heavier than others and, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it's interesting because it's helping with with where i'm at and trying to understand the difference that, or the connection between the spiritual and intellectual mm-hmm. right like where mm-hmm. those two things meet and what does that look like right mm-hmm. in terms of treatment because it's not the Same as what I thought it was 10 years ago,
1: yeah, right, or even yeah. five years ago.
0: No, it, it has changed, yeah. And, and but you've been through a lot, and is it okay if I ask you about <laughs> you can personal, ask me anything, yeah, okay. <laughs> and if we, if you don't want to answer, it's perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> but I, I understand your your son was going through quite a bit, yeah, you and your son. When I say your son, I, I didn't mean to exclude you,
1: yeah, obviously. no, 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 I, yeah, it's well, it's that's family, right? Yeah, the. Dy- dynamics of family but uh yeah I, honestly both my boys are struggling right now um so yeah so i i have four kids right oh, okay so but they're all adults like all my kids are adults now
0: so I think that's why i forget you have four kids because i i always think of your boys and and you have okay. two daughters right yeah yeah that's so right. i
1: have my two girls are older yeah and so they're married and they have families mm-hmm. and children and stuff like that and then my two sons so Mm. they are uh, but yeah they're all they're all adults now and but yeah both my boys are struggling Mm. big big time how is that
0: for you like having to I mean you like you said you have everything going for the book and and also taking care of your boys like and or I don't know what that looks like I say taking care of I just mean doing I'm sure assisting them in Mm -hmm. some way
1: well it, it, um, it's, you know, they, they've been out of the house for a mm-hmm. little while now. And so, cause I just couldn't, I just couldn't have yeah. it in the house anymore. And so it was, I mean, I tried and tried and tried to get them, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, you know, to support, support and stuff like yeah. that. But they just, you know, you know what it's yeah. like with addiction and they just really, they just wanted to do what they wanted to do and yeah. you know and I honestly for like as crazy as it sounds or whatever I I mean I I don't know if to say I respect that is the right way to say that but um, I it's their life I, yeah. I respect that like I respect you, that you need to figure that out mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I mean as a parent it's you know it's, we can always see when the, yeah, that might not go so well, but mm-hmm. they, uh, they also need to figure it out yeah whether that's addiction or not, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, so they've been out of the house for a while now and yeah, it's not, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going too good. And this last year actually was really quite rough because, um, I can't remember when I was here last, but, um, last January. So almost like a year now. Mm. So I think it was like January, February, April, May, those months, um, with the boys were absolutely horrific. Uh, both my sons were in and out of the hospital. Mm. Uh, they were both having psychotic episodes
0: Mm. From the from oh, drugs? Oh,
1: yeah. absolutely from yeah. the drugs. I Like, yeah, it was...
0: The psychosis seems to become, it seems to come quicker eh, with like some of the drugs nowadays.
1: It totally does. Like almost instantly. Yeah, eh?
0: yeah. yeah. And this is weed. Yeah. Oh, like wow. I'm
1: talking weed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, so, liter- so I literally had one son in one hospital mm-hmm. here in the city and I had another one in another hospital in the city, both on the mental health. wards and yeah it was it was rough yeah no doubt so and then they went into treatment and stuff like that and uh it was going good Mm -hmm. you know like treatment does and my one son finished treatment graduated or whatever and the other one didn't Mm -hmm. and then and then but within even my other son the one that graduated and I honestly probably within like I'd say 48 Mm. to 72 hours, he was back out again.
0: Yeah. It's so hard. It
1: is. Well, and they're young too. And I think that's some of it too is
0: that they are so young,
1: right? Like they're 18 and 20. Oh, really? So in the new year, they're going to be, they'll be 19 and 21 here in the spring.
0: And see, it baffles me to be honest with you. When 20 year olds get sober and stay sober, it's baffling because I could not have done it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I just, honestly, David, I think the whole the playing field is so different yeah. now. Yeah. The drugs are di- are di- everything is different. Everything well, you're not, is yeah, different. yeah. You weren't
0: gonna get fentanyl in your weed when we bought it, eh? When we were young. No. Like, you weren't gonna get that. Like that, that but wasn't I've heard even about a, that.
1: Well, even the the THC in weed mm-hmm. was way different than what the everything was different. Yeah. Everything.
0: Everything was a lower scale. Yeah. Everything,
1: yeah. like even like the peer pressure was mm-hmm. a lower scale. The yeah. like everything was a lower scale. Like Mm. they're so over stimulated Mm -hmm. in so many ways Mm -hmm. today. Like it's, you know, just even you take that, just the mental health aspect Mm -hmm. of just that alone, like the, just from social media and having access to the phones, having access, like Mm -hmm. it's just, it's overkill.
0: Well, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's overkill and it's overkill at a crucial period in a person's yes. life, right? Yes. Those teen years up till we're about 24, I think 24, Twenty f- 25, 25,
1: right? 25, yeah.
0: Where that brain is just constantly like growing and learning yeah. and and becoming, right? Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, I know for a fact that that was part of my trouble, right? Like was mm-hmm. introducing some stressors and I'll call it stressors because when I drank, it was not peaceful right Mm -hmm, like it was mm -hmm. definitely the body goes through stress and the mind from what starts to happen right yeah and at that crucial time i'm certain that some of the things i did back then to avoid pain and seek pleasure Mm -hmm. became cemented
1: yeah
0: right because of the timing yeah you know and so what what can you say to like any moms or dads out there right like that's kind of the the thing is how do you approach it You know, because there's parents out there that have adult kids Mm -hmm. that are going through this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Mm -hmm. we we know it's not just us. Yeah. And and do you have any like any sage? I say sage advice because you're pretty wise. But um, (laughs) any any like suggestions or ideas that parents can try? Because obviously, eventually can't just let them be in the house mm-hmm. and be destructive forces. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that's mm-hmm. not healthy for anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of all you, but also not them.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think like, I know for me, like, and I have had my fair share of experience with this, just even with Eden and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. But like, I know for us in our home there, there was trauma, mm-hmm. right? Just with the breakdown of the marriage and the reason why the marriage broke down, stuff like that, and so, and trauma is huge Mm. when it comes to addiction and mental health. Such a catalyst. It totally is, right? And um, and so I know, I know the boys just found a way to cope, and Mm. and um, you know, and I know. I know sometimes for some families it might be harder to pinpoint the why mm-hmm. you know or how did how could this have happened to our mm-hmm. family because maybe the the trauma or maybe you know and I know sometimes that even that word some some people don't even really like that word because it's then it's like if there's trauma in our family then that then that automatically means there's something wrong with us and we did something wrong as parents. Mm,
0: That's problematic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so we really, it's not accurate. No, it isn't. It isn't. And we, but we wear that a lot as parents too, right? You You know, those badges of, you know, bad parent, good parent, and what qualifies Mm. those, what qualifies as a, bad parent what qualifies as a good parent I,
0: I can't even imagine how you how you how parents navigate that mm-hmm. that field
1: well and in these things like when our when our children aren't six successful yeah. quote unquote air quotes
0: yeah. successful of course
1: um then it's it's like you know it's a reflection of our parenting mm. and to some extent yeah that's
0: true to a small extent you know but yeah. to
1: some extent it's also not true yeah you know, like it's, it's, it's a bit of both actually, you know, and, and, but then even that too, and I'm, I'm kind of getting all over the place here, but you know, I, as a parent and as a parent with four children Mm -hmm. with, that have had struggles with some addiction and mental health and trauma and things like that, I have also learned that It's not, it's, it's actually not a bad thing to examine ourselves as Mm. parents either, you know, and to really take an honest, hard look at my parenting, Mm. you know, and I talk about that in, in the book a little bit too. And, and just, you know, because we're so afraid of, even as parents, we're so afraid of being judged. Mm. We're so afraid uh, uh, of looking because then we'll be, you know, then we're seen as being unsuccessful as parents or people are going to think I'm a bad parent. Mm -hmm. Then we don't, we have all these labels and stereotypes and, and I, you know, we, none of us, none of us, even the parents out there that see themselves as good, solid parents. Mm -hmm. um, None of us got to choose the family that we were born Mm -hmm. into. None of us do. I didn't get to choose the family I was born into. You know what I mean? Just like other families didn't get to choose. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes we are just dealing with the cards that we were dealt.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? hundred percent, yeah.
1: And I know for me, in my family, um, there's a long history, probably as far back as Adam, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Like that has, there's been addiction and mental health Mm -hmm. throughout there's been child sexual abuse, there's been incest, Mm. there's like, it's been, it was, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when this stuff started happening in my family and to my kids and stuff like that, then, you know, and then I started coping with alcohol and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I had to take a look at that and just really start to, I got to a point, you know, especially when it started happening with my kids that, I got to a point where I really didn't give a shit anymore what people thought of me and really mm-hmm. what my reputation was, what my reputation looked like to you and you and yeah. everyone else out there. My reputation could look freaking amazing to all you guys. You know mm. what I mean? But at home when I'm with my kids, if I'm a shitty parent, who cares? Mm. Who cares? Who cares if you think I'm great mm-hmm. at work and in my career and in my, at the, grocery store Mm -hmm. but my own kids don't want to hang out with me or my own kids have something different to the story's Mm -hmm. a little different with my kids yeah and that's for me when you know and I even in that like I know I did the I always did the best I could Mm -hmm. with what I had for sure but it that also doesn't mean that there wasn't room for improvement Mm -hmm. and that there wasn't room to look at myself and see, okay, where, where do I need to make some changes? Mm -hmm. What do I need to own up to? What do I need to take responsibility for accountability for and things like that. And so, so I think we can get into these, you know, we get into some of these things, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to these issues and, you know, like, Oh, how, you know, how did your kid, you know, end up there? And Mm we, we do all that stuff. And I think we need to let a lot of that stuff go, Agreed. You know, and just understand that, you know, I'm, I'm happy for those families that have never experienced any of this Mm -hmm. kind of trauma or just, you know, generational systemic, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, all of the above,
1: all, all of it. Yeah. Right. I'm that's, I'm glad that you've never had Mm -hmm. that, you know, but it doesn't make you better than anyone
0: Yeah, precisely.
1: It, it, you just happened to be born into a family that didn't have that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe you, there's some other stuff that other challenges that you guys face that I don't know about. I don't Mm -hmm. know.
0: Well, of course there would be, right? Of
1: course there would be. But I just, I think that we'll, you know, and this is part of, again, just having, being able to talk about these issues and Mm -hmm. talk about so that we can have, gain more of an understanding, more of an awareness. Yeah more of, uh, you know, so that people can come forward more. And, but I do think trauma has a lot to do with it. I think, I also think that trauma looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Maybe what is traumatizing to me is not, wouldn't be a traumatic experience for you. Of course. You know what I mean? Just because of who you are and your makeup and how you, what what makes you tick, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so I think sometimes too, we, we categorize and box Trauma. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't mm-hmm. look a certain way, then we think, oh, that how, there couldn't have been trauma. Mm-hmm. My, my kids were never sexually abused. What mm-hmm. trauma could they have? I don't, I have no idea why he's off drinking. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. None of us behave that way. I don't yeah. know why he's doing that. Yeah, You know, he must be the bad apple of the bunch mm-hmm. kind of thing. But we don't, we don't know what maybe some no. of those experiences were that caused that.
0: And that's part of the trouble, right? The part yeah. of the trouble with us identifying it is because people have a tendency, not everyone, of course, but mm-hmm. the, some of the people who, pe- who are listened to have a tendency of painting it with a brush that's very narrow.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, yeah.
0: not just the issue, but the solution. So if, if people are talking about a solution that is very narrow, Mm -hmm. that to me is not the solution, Mm -hmm. right? Because the solution, the solution solves the problem. It is not narrow. It doesn't require a narrow field. Mm -hmm. The solution is a solution, Mm -hmm. right? And how we, and I think that's the key in my mind is that we haven't come up with that one solution. Mm -hmm. So what we got to do is pay attention to the multiple solutions Mm -hmm. and maybe through all of them coming together is the solution. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and instead of judging each solution to be lacking, instead we could look at it like each solution is a part of the puzzle of solving the whole, mm-hmm. right? The whole, because you mentioned a couple of things that are very important. The systemic, it's not just the systems that, are, that allow us to become addicted or chemically dependent, mm-hmm. right? It's the system that also helps us recover, Mm-hmm. Is broken, right? Mm-hmm. Like because, and it's broken because it's never been in place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? There's never been a solid approach that everyone agrees on, and there might never be, mm-hmm. which is fair, um, because of all kinds of reasons—geographical, religious, um, all kinds of things. But that's why there has to be more than one answer. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, for for my money, it's hard to just listen to just one person, yeah. right? Because there's so many. Like we, we are gifted with this podcast, right? Because we get to leave every time and go, holy shit, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't think of it that way, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so thinking of it just in that one example, it, 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 makes it hard for us to talk about all the possible solutions when people are being judged for the wrong solution. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like being judged for not being a good parent, whatever mm-hmm. that might look like. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, Obviously, what looks good to someone doesn't look good to someone else. Mm-hmm. And we've learned that, like, by all the different follies we have.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think, I think you mentioned it again. The answer is more conversations. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean just real conversations about what addiction might be or what mental illness is. Mm-hmm. I mean conversations that are real, like about... Um, the fact that even though I, I've been sober for a while, I still struggle. I struggle with depression worse than I ever have, mm-hmm. because I was, I'm was, i not medicated the same way. Yeah. To where I was medicated before, I didn't feel it. Yeah. Because I, it was always out of balance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But as we heal, we start to. Some of us need more stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. We need different attention.
1: Yeah. Or or different tools. Or or different di- tools. Yeah. Precisely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Right? Um, yeah.
0: expanding the tool chest. I guess. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, ugh, wow. I don't even know where to go. Well, so I'm just going to ask about the book. Yep. <laughs> um, cause I, well, I'm thinking, you know, I, I just, I hope for the best for your family. Like, and I know you, like yeah. you do that this is a dangerous thing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't imagine being a mom and being a parent uh, and having to go through that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I think, you know, even to your, p- your point there too. I think, you know, just staying connected, Mm -hmm. staying connected. Like even though my boys aren't at home right now, I try and just stay connected, Mm -hmm. you know, let them know that I'm here, you know, if they want to meet for coffee or want to meet at Tim Hortons, you know, Mm -hmm. I buy them a wrap, visit with them, whatever. Right. Like, but just that they're, you know, they're Mm -hmm. loved and they're missed and
0: you know I appreciate that yeah yeah letting them know they're loved right and yeah because yeah. you can be tough on people and still be compassionate with them you know I I don't believe it's necessary to like um, beat someone down when they're already broken
1: I don't yeah I don't right I don't think so either I I I I kind of feel like too, I went through that with Eden when mm. Eden was on the street and yeah. you know, that whole tough love and, yeah. and I understand having to have boundaries and taking care mm-hmm. of yourself. And I absolutely believe in that. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, and I, and I practice that. Mm. Um, but I think there's a difference between tough love and like I say now, like loving tough, mm-hmm. you know, and learning to love yeah. tough learning. Cause it is, it is tough when you have someone out there that you love Mm -hmm. that's not living their best life Mm -hmm. it is it is hard
0: yeah and i think that's what uh whenever i think of quotes from like the bible i they always i have to apply them to like real life or else they're just not real because the bible is kind of crazy in lots of ways um but just now i can't remember what i was going to say darcy (laughs) you were were on my back what happened (laughs) quotes about love quotes about love Uh, oh yeah thank you quotes about love oh yeah and talking about exactly what you're saying is how what the people have tried to describe Jesus' love as right is like I I remember like I like the quote from Gandhi he said that Christ guy was amazing So those Christians I don't like I can't trust those Christians (laughs) right because people who act out that faith tend to fail right because we're people I totally understand that we're not going to meet that ideal Mm -hmm. To go back in a roundabout way to that love, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what he, got, I, what I think this cre, this human Jesus was trying to get at was, look, it's easy for me to love Darcy. He's my buddy. He yes. doesn't cause me any stress, yes. right? Yes. But what happens when Darcy starts behaving in a way that I don't appreciate? Correct. Do I stop loving Darcy? Yeah. Well, I, sh- I don't need to. I Mm -hmm. need to adjust how I love Darcy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's something that is destructive to Darcy. Yeah. It's not just he's not doing what I want, right? He's doing something that is against my belief, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, I have to be really careful about that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I've noticed that now with the COVID specifically, talking about that with people I work with who are like anti-vaxxers, right? I appreciate them like for lots of reasons, obviously Mm -hmm. because they're humans, but... Um, I really appreciate that counterpoint in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I appreciate the counterpoint saying, um, do I believe everything that is said? Not necessarily, but I don't believe that about most things. Mm -hmm. Um, There's usually a line of fiction somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or nonfiction in the middle, fiction on the outside, yeah. Um, But that trying to figure out how to love the people that we love when they don't do what is what we think is good for them, yeah, you know, or what we think is, and you you mentioned it earlier about trying to take away their consequences. Unfortunately, if we do that, they can't grow. Mm -hmm. But also, unfortunately, if we let them face their consequences, they may not grow either. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, I, I can't imagine how hard that, because you know how hard it is to stay sober. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you know what they're going through. Yeah, I do. You know, how do, how do you, how do you handle that? Like as a mom, not just an alcohol. As a mom, like yeah. in recovery.
1: Well, I just I guess it goes back again to just I know that they I know I can't do it for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As a mom, as uh, you know, I I know that they have to like they have to own their decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether they ever choose to do that or not is, and even that is a decision Yeah. for them to not own their decisions is a decision. Mm -hmm. And, um, and honestly, my, I, I'm kind of at the point in my life with this now where my job is to just love them. Yeah. My job is to love
0: them. I I love that. Even
1: when it's painful for me. Yeah. Right. Because it is painful sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? But then even in that, I have to, I mean, love, love is hard sometimes. Yeah, that's for sure. It is, it is selfless. It's not always convenient. Mm -hmm. It's not always warm and funny or fuzzy. Like love is tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. I watch
0: your parents to go through this stuff and just be so tough. Like my parents, you, like I, uh, I'm an uncle, I'm a professional uncle. So I, I'm not, I I can't even conceive of that. Right. Like, The closest thing I have to unconditional love is my cat, right? Where, where I don't, where I can't just say, okay, I'm tired of you, right? Like I have to be, I have to tolerate that a-hole, you know, but, but that's like literally as a professional uncle, that's why it's, it's hard like for me to fathom that, Mm -hmm. right? I can do it as an uncle because I can unconditionally love them and say, Hey, like I'm here if you need me. Mm -hmm but I don't have the same bond. Right. So mm-hmm. it's easier for me to have those boundaries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to be able to maintain those boundaries as parents. I don't know how you do it. You yeah. know, and on top of that, right? Like how, how, how the fuck do you do that? On top of that, you wrote an amazing book, I bet. <laughs> and, and so I'm looking at the cover right now and I got to tell you, that is how I see you all the time. That oh, picture is goodness. like you, like, did you see this picture? Look at this picture, man. Tell me that's not Venetia. Right? <laughs> like, that's that's what I think of when I think of Venetia, is that, like, smiling, the light coming out, like, and that's pretty impressive. Oh, thank like, you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I mean it. Like, it's, uh, you bring joy to us every time oh, you come in. You'll leave. You'll leave here, and we'll both be, like, just wound up. and <laughs> Yeah, because we don't know what to do with that energy. We're just like, oh. do I feel good? I think I feel good. <laughs> I feel too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So what was the book like for you? Cause is oh, this your first book. Yeah. Okay. So this is your first book. Like what was that like?
1: Oh my gosh. It was, uh, it was hell. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. It was probably one of the hardest. I don't want to say it was like the hardest thing I've ever done, but it But it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard. What was the Um, hardest part for you? The hard part was...
0: Or hard parts, maybe.
1: Yeah, like it was... Because, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. You know, and you sit... Mm -hmm. For starters, I had to, like... I had to feel like I could actually write a book Mm -hmm. because I... I doubted myself, Mm -hmm. you know, I had doubts, I had insecurities, you know, can, can I even write? Mm -hmm. Am I a writer? Like, how do I write a book? And, and, uh, so even just trying to figure out even my, my style and Mm -hmm. then deciding to just, I'm just going to write, I'm just going to write like how Mm -hmm. I talk or how I think, how I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if that's going to be okay, but that's just how I'm going to do it. And. So even, even that was hard. Mm -hmm. And then, and then once I kind of started getting into the book and then just realizing, like, I couldn't just go back and say, you know, and then on June 1st, my marriage broke down Mm -hmm. and then my husband left and then the kids and I, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I realized like, holy shit, I, I have to, I have to really go back and revisit this Like I have to, if I'm really going to pour it all mm-hmm. out in here, then I have to go back mm-hmm. and, and I have to up. relive it. I mm-hmm. have to dig up the feelings. Mm-hmm. I have to dig up the emotion. I have to let it all come back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was hard. Yeah. That, even though like I've, there's been a lot of years since like, mm-hmm. Like that incident happened like almost 15 years ago now. Mm -hmm. It's a long time ago. Yeah. You know, it's a whole other, it almost feels like a dream. Like it feels like someone else's life. You know what I mean? And and that whole book felt like someone else's life, Mm -hmm. but I had to know that was you. That was you.
0: Did it help you getting through writing though? When you, when the brain sometimes does that right on its own, it's like, oh, this must be someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Was it me? Did it help at all to like kind of ease the process a bit?
1: Yeah, no, it did. It did. And it, and then it was also really, um, it was also really like I had moments where I was just so like awe inspired, Hmm. even that I'm like, Holy crap. Like we made it. Yeah. Like, and even looking back at who I was, who that woman was, who that mother was, Mm -hmm. how she thought, what she believed, you know, Mm -hmm. at, at 30, 34, 35, you know, 36, like, and I'm like, holy man, we're like, us chicks are like night and day now. Like not even the same chick. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You look back on, I look back on her and I'm just like, wow.
0: Well, like just in a simple way, like what, how have your coping mechanisms even just that one thing. It
1: it rocked my world. Like that incident rocked my world. Yeah. Right. It totally took us out. It took me out. But then writing that, writing the book
0: Mm -hmm. rocked
1: my world. Yeah.
0: You almost in, get rocked in, again, right? yeah,
1: in all the best ways. Like, yeah. in it was hard, it was painful, but it was, it was like, it was triumphant. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, um, especially when I finished it, it was so cathartic, yeah. Like, I re- because then I even didn't like there were times I'm like, am I ever gonna finish this book, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, it was, um. It was amazing. Like it was, it was, it was so. It was healing. It was so mm-hmm. healing. Writing that book. Yeah. It was so healing. It was. It was. It was literally like the end of an era. Yeah. For me. Right on. The end of, like I, I'll never. I'm. I'll never be that person again. Ever again. Mm. There's no way I could ever go back. Yeah. To that, you know and just seeing how much like she grew yeah what like i grew you know what i mean like mm-hmm. she, it it was it's ama- it's amazing
0: i think it's interesting that you can say how she grew and it actually is 100% true that you're talking about someone else yeah cuz she did right yeah. Like, yeah that's that's it's impressive yeah
1: like it, honestly, that the book challenged me in so many ways and the experiences, writing about all my different experiences mm-hmm. and how they challenged me and seeing and writing that out and seeing that on paper, like, holy crap. Mm. Like it's, a, it was, a, it's amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I, I am too. I am too. I'm, uh, well, and even, you know, cause it's been almost 15 years since yep. that incident happened. My marriage broke down. Um, and then, you know, and then I drank for a while, mm-hmm. but even, and then getting sober and the fight to get sober, mm-hmm. you know, and what that looked like for me and stuff like that. And then just even the courage to write the book, like mm-hmm. the, you know, cause people had been telling me for years, you should write a book, you should mm-hmm. write a book. And I, you know, smile and nod. mm mm-hmm nod and smile, you know, but I never just, just even that process of, mm-hmm. of growing even through that, yeah, you know, like, and having finally having the belief and the courage, mm-hmm. like you're going to do this, yeah, you know, and I then, cause from start to finish that book took almost five years.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Well.
1: Cause there were parts in the book, like I'd get to a couple of parts in the book and I, I was like, holy shit, I don't. Mm. I I would take a break from writing for a year because mm. I'm like I don't I don't know if I can because that the truth sense. was so Yeah. It was I'm like, am I really going to write about this? Am I yeah. really going to talk about? Is there a way I can just sort of skirt around this issue? Mm. I could I don't do I have to tell the whole truth? Mm. Could could I just tell half of the No one's even going to know that I just told half the truth. Mm you know, and then realizing, like,
0: you'll know. Yeah. You'll know, Venetia. And you won't look at your book the same. No,
1: and I knew you can't, you didn't come this far to just frickin' tell a half-truth. Yeah. So then I, you know what I mean? I'd be crying and, you know, snotting away, and I'd have to, I'd literally, (laughs) I'd be in Canmore writing, and I'd be like, holy frick, like, because it would hit me that I didn't even realize I had been hiding from that truth, even mm-hmm. myself until I went to go write it in the book. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, wow, I haven't even been talking about this myself. Yeah. And then I'd, uh, off I'd go for a run and then I wouldn't touch the book again for months because mm-hmm. I had come face to face with that truth. And I'm like, I need to face this. I need to start talking about this mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. And then I'd go back and write the book when I could actually write about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it took a minute
0: no doubt well because you approached it mindfully right like in trying to Mm -hmm. to not spin out of control while you're doing it and i think that's like wise Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. wise Mm because we can once we find something and we get obsessed about it it can become our detriment Mm -hmm. right and and or just another way for us to avoid other things Mm -hmm. right like because you could have spent a long lot more time avoiding it Oh, I totally could have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it wouldn't help you, but like it was, it's definitely something that we become very adept at, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and honestly, sometimes I, I don't even, I don't even know why I avoid some of the things I avoid, but it reminds me that I have this personality, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like major stuff. It's stuff that is so dumb. Yeah. But it, it reminds me of how intricate my brain is at avoiding. That's all.
1: Right? Yeah. 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 It's like
0: man, you really do like to avoid pain and seek pleasure, yeah, like almost in every aspect of my life, yeah, and most of us are like that, because, yeah, yeah, um, again, the more I read about the the science of like the craving brain and stuff like that, the more it comes it becomes i guess more um awareness. Mm-hmm. Of like why the, these things just keep happening, mm-hmm. right? And why yeah. our brains are that way? Mm-hmm. And and this is also probably what what leads some some folks to believe that everyone is addictive, right? Like everyone's an addict. There's a there's I don't know what the name of the movement is, but there's a movement out there that actually preaches that, right? That every human is an, an addict, mm-hmm. like practicing, mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. like an addict and waiting, but mm-hmm. practicing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably got something to do with social media and all kinds of stuff.
1: Now. Yeah, I could see that. Because yeah. it's
0: becoming more and more debilitating. It right?
1: totally is. Yeah. I just was listening to something about that this morning Were too. Yeah.
0: And I, I get to talk to people about it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's like something I really understand. Mm-hmm. Is,
1: well, it fires the serotonin, oh, yeah. the dopamine in the brain the same way that, yeah. say, gambling does or something like that, right? Absolutely. That, yeah.
0: Yeah, and when, and when the dopamine and, and the other stuff, the positive gets hit, and if there's no reward, then the serotonin doesn't come. Mm-hmm. See what happens when do- dopamine sits without serotonin, then you start to become craving. Mm-hmm. That's how the, uh, yeah. the phenomenon of craving starts, apparently. Yeah. Um, which is fascinating, but it makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, totally. So right? that's where all the likes come in. Did yeah. I
0: get a like? Did that's I get right.
1: a like? Did I get a like? Yeah, 100%. Check my phone, check my phone. <laughs>
0: 100% right like yeah. and it's silly this is where I do it like and I just noticed this like today that I was doing this but like so on tiktok sometimes I'll like record like you do know you do some... tiktok I do yeah oh. I do like <laughs> and I do silly awesome. I do silly like workouts I and dances and stuff TikTok. on tiktok and That's what's awesome. That? Oh, thanks, man. Good for you. It's, it's just, it's like, and the tagline is, it's fun. This is why I'm doing it because I don't have enough fun, right? Because okay. I, take, I take myself too seriously, like most of us do, Yeah. you know? Um, but it's also about, like, mindset changing, right, mm-hmm. with this stuff. So anyway, what I noticed was I got on TikTok only to see how many views it had. And I, it's, it's, yeah, right? See
1: what I, I, oh, I know, I know, I know.
0: I got on there and I was like, wait a minute, what are you doing, David? oh, I just wanted to see, oh, I wanted to see I how thought many this was views. going viral, man. Yeah. <laughs> you peckers, you didn't like my videos. No, it's like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like most things I've gotten used to like social media where I just kind of, you, you post something and you leave it, right? And you try, I try not to like read the comments because I've been told many times, don't read the comments. I've had to delete comments because they're downright, disturbing about like responses to podcasts and stuff like that oh my um, gosh but people just have like to have a reason to complain about yes people, and that's right? that is true and that's okay yeah i, I, I can appreciate that, that. i don't need to read their stuff yeah yeah no and that's um, true too yeah and it's kind of like that as we as i get older we can have more boundaries with that stuff yeah you know yeah, yeah. because i understand feeling probably very naked once you wrote this yeah right? and yeah i felt really naked I bet. And oh, do, you, yeah. do you feel that way when you bump into people who've like read your book and what's what, what's the feedback been like?
1: Well, the feed so far, the feedback has been really amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, the reviews I've had so far and, um, one, just everyone that I shared the book with prior mm-hmm. to launching the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, just one well, that even helped just give me the courage to right? Yeah. To, well, Actually, put it out into the world, yeah. you know, because my the twelve people that love me, <laughs> you know, what I mean? said that yeah. the book was okay. So, yeah. so then I'm like, okay, it's safe for the right it's safe for the millions now. Yeah. You know? you, bet you Now <laughs> it's safe 12 for Twelve people said they liked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a pretty good like. That's well, it's a pretty good cross section of people. <laughs> Unless it's like twelve people from one cross-section of society i suppose yeah
1: no i i mean i, I mean
0: but sometimes we just need the encouragement yeah Manisha, yeah right? i
1: just honestly and i it's out there now so yeah
0: <laughs> and and it's called ordinary courage but i gotta yeah. tell you there's nothing ordinary about your courage though oh, right like it, it's you. it's pretty impressive and and all that you're doing with terminator foundation um i i wanted to try to be mindful of time so i don't yeah. want to keep you all night i know you were working on, and then came straight here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I appreciate you coming in Aww, very I, much.
1: I love being here.
0: Right on. And, um, you know, so the conference is February? February 26th kay. is the Truth and
1: Recovery Conference. Okay. Terminator Put on by Foundation. The, yep. So terminatorfoundation.com. It's on February 26th. It's a Saturday, kay. 9 to 5. Oh, and then we're having a big pool party after. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that'll be fun.
0: Yes, a pool party in February in Calgary should <laughs> yeah. be fun. Come
1: on, it's inside. Oh okay. there'll be it's an a hot tub. Pool? All right. You better be there.
0: <laughs> if it's an indoor pool, maybe. Yeah, it's a
1: pool. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: a pool party, man. All right.
1: And so, yeah. So that's the conference. Cool. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. I appreciate and that. And year. your book is out. Where can people find it? Book
1: is out. Amazon. Okay. So yeah, just uh or my website, com. Okay. But yeah, it's on Amazon, so it's uh, you just type in ordinary courage or I'm told just veniciabreal and yeah. it pops up.
0: Awesome. And of course, everyone out there knows what Amazon is. I don't have to like...
1: Yeah, I don't think... We so. don't need to describe that. <laughs> I did not think but so. But there was a time
0: where you probably had to be like, Amazon, what's that? Yeah,
1: and I actually, I remember that because I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so was I, I. I just really started getting on Amazon when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So before that, I never really was, I didn't, I didn't venture onto Amazon. I didn't
0: do much of it yeah. until then either. I was kind of,
1: I'm kind of old school. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I was very much old school. I went and tried on shoes and tried on to- clothes oh, that, and all yeah. that stuff. And then all of a sudden COVID came along and I was like, I don't know why I was doing that.
1: Yeah. 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 My daughter would order, I would ask her, I, you know, she's like, well, we can get that on Amazon, mom. I'm like, well, I'm, whatever.
0: You, yeah. At a third of the price. <laughs> too. Yeah. 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 That's so it took, me,
1: it took me a
0: minute. Yeah. So anyway, get the book on Amazon. Yes. And check out the conference. That's going to be February 26th.
1: Yes. Oh, I remembered.
0: Look at that. Drug-addled brain remembers <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so good to see you. Thank you so you too, much.
1: You David. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. you're
0: very welcome. It's my pleasure. It's awesome.